0: Welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art Craft Beer Podcast. My name is A.J. Kearns, and I'm your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring some of our favorite beers and breweries to life. This week is no different. It's a great story. I uh, just a really exciting and fun and really cool how it all, all came to be. And that's kind of what uh, what I hope resonates with you. Uh, we're happy to bring to you episode 157, Mr. Paul Endress Jr. We came to meet Paul, as we mentioned, and will in the story. But we were in Rhode Island. We are seeing fish. Went to, went to Beer on Earth, where he does the labels and artwork. And it's just really a big part of the brewery, which we'll, we'll get into. There's this dude up on the wall painting a mural. And I, you know, noticed them, whatever, getting the beers and just, you know, they had some unique different labels. They had different designs and stories. And you know, I asked the bartender, you know, as we normally do, who does the labels? Oh, that guy. And just points up to Paul up on the wall. Uh, you know, we eventually introduce ourselves. And then the fun fact is if you go, and we mention it later in the story, so sorry if it's a spoiler, but I didn't realize until I was actually speaking with Paul. If you go to the Instagram, and I think his his uh paul andrews jr you also go to beer on earth uh their instagram as well and there's you know the picture of the mural which is uh like a dolphin astronaut and it's a kind of a a gallery two two photo uh spread uh of that day it's the day that we were there myself my wife uh my good friend steve and amy our our crew was there uh, right there at the bar and we're in the photo so it's a good story I uh, you know, really enjoyed you know, speaking with Paul. He was uh, really engaging, uh, humble. He loves what he does. And it's just a really, uh, just kind of a, you know, a feel-good story. And I think it's one that definitely is going to you know, resonate with you as we continue grinding along here with season number uh, 14. We're finalizing. Actually, we've got most of our confirmations in for, for season 15 So looking forward to getting that for you. But it's Paul Endres, E-N-D-R-E-S, Jr., J-R. You can also go to slapalittle.com on there, What's really cool. uh, Paul has an upcoming virtual art show at Child's Gallery, which is at Child's Gallery. Uh, If you go to his Instagram, you can RSVP to check that out. That's happening on July 16th at 6 p.m. And then once again, Beer on Earth Brew is the Instagram. And then beeronearth.com. We want to thank everybody for their continued support who purchased uh, Be A Good Human. We've got a lot of them out there in in the wild. Love seeing all the photos. If you haven't had a chance to, please pick one up. 16ozcanvas.com slash store. You can pick one up. And uh, 25% of the proceeds go to the crew at Standard Gastro Pub in Bridge to Maine. 25% to the the crew over High Roller. 25% to Navarre Res. Uh, all who've been impacted uh, due to uh, limitations and regulations by COVID and being shut down or their businesses kind of being, you know, at a crawl and then um, due to the unfortunate uh, realities and circumstances that we've been seeing uh, more so, um, you know, this year or at least uh, more that have been caught on videotape, you know, with the death of uh, Breonna Tower, Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd and and many others, uh, unfortunately. Um, you know, as part of the Black Lives Matter movement, we decided to increase the run of these glasses, and, uh, 25% of all the proceeds will go to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. We're not making a penny off of it. We'll probably lose a couple bucks because we're not always the best at, you know, keeping, uh, shipping records and what have you. But we'll get them out to you. We shipped out a bunch, we're trying to coordinate some of the, you know, face-to-face, uh, with our cool masks on and, you know, social distancing and all that good stuff, um, you know, the, the drop-offs here in Connecticut, but we appreciate everybody who supported. You know, we are definitely uh, pushing to sell out so that we can make those donations in, in full to those folks, and um, you know, we want to thank you in advance for, for being a part of that. Got some great news. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was going to be able to be announced this week, but uh, I want to uh, share something that we're really excited about. You know, most recently, uh, our friends over at Culture announced that they were uh, you know, the next chapter of the, the Beer Culture mission was uh, to take Beer Culture and, and form a nonprofit. Uh, as part of that, uh, you know, we've been a long time supporter of a crew over there, and you know, have been blessed to, to call them friends over the last few years. And part of that was that they had a kind of a, you know, open, you know, you could get an application and, and apply to be, a, you know, part of their board. And so it's, uh, with great pride, I'm really excited to announce that I will be Uh, a member of the board of directors. I'll be the, the official title will be managing director, kind of a jack of all trades and just really excited to be, you know, part of just a a great crew of people. And I think it's just going to be a wonderful experience. And we're really just trying to amplify the message of the culture, really make an impact in the, in the the beer community. And we're just really proud of everything that they've done. And we're just uh, proud to be a part of that family and part of that crew officially. So I just want to thank everybody for that. And it's just going to be exciting you know, a new chapter, and I'm just really uh, really happy to be able to announce that and tell everybody. It's kind of uh, one of the great positives and outcomes that come from, you know, from doing this, and, you know, as we are more and more committed each and every day to trying to make the world a better place and, you know, trying to, you know, look out for, you know, for everyone. Um, however you're involved with beer, we're just trying to make sure that, you know, breweries, tap rooms, opportunities, you know, are available to everyone you know regardless of you know race gender sexuality you know and you know, it's really really important And so hopefully if you you know if you listen to this podcast you know if you've uh, spoken to me or you know listen to you know what we're saying you know, that's really what we're trying to do you know we believe the art makes the world a better place you know we we, we speak to amazing individuals and we, we tell their stories but we just got to look at the big picture and realize that you know there's things that we can all do. You know we can pay, play a more active role in ensuring that a, you know there's more opportunities for everyone. And so I'm uh, proud to be a part of that. Proud to you know bring that mission you know continually to, to push that forward. And if there's any you know if you want to get involved, if you're part of a, a brewery and you want to be a, you know a sponsor or maybe collaborate, you know we're we're gonna start you know working on those logistics you know soon. Um, don't hesitate to reach out you can reach me at aj at 16ozcanvas.com and now you can reach me at aj at beerculture.com culture with a k so just just really excited so i mean that's like breaking news so i'm just really excited to get that out to you so let's get into it let's do this paul Endress jr paul Endress jr on instagram paul dot jr.com This is it. This is a big episode, Beer on Earth, episode 157, The 16-Ounce Canvas. We are The Art of Craft Beer Podcast. Here we go, folks. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to another edition of The 16-Ounce Canvas, The Art of Craft Beer Podcast. Very excited to have us today checking in from North Attleboro, Massachusetts, Paul Endres, Jr. We have a great story how we met with Paul. We were in Rhode Island. Uh, for fish, uh, I believe it was right after Thanksgiving. I believe it was the first night of the show uh, at Providence. Uh, we were kind of doing the the brewery tour. We stopped by Beer and Earth, and this guy's up on the wall creating this beautiful mural. And you know the labels were all different and unique. And I was like, hmm. so I, I you know we ordered our flights and we're having fun. And I, I just asked someone behind the bar, "Hey, who does the labels?" And the the woman turns around and points up to Paul up on up in the you know in the rafter. You know, we're working on you on the wall, and you know we connected, and you know now we get to bring it, you know, full circle. That was at the end of November. It feels like uh, moons ago, but uh, yeah, here we are. So thanks so much, Paul.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, AJ. I'm uh, I'm excited to be uh, part of the show.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it was it was a no brainer. So I'm really I'm just really excited uh, for folks who want to follow along at home. Uh, Paul Endress Jr. Not to be too uh, can. Uh, confused with senior or the third uh so it's paul andres e-n-d-r-e-s <laughs> j-r for junior and then uh we love consistency so it's uh just slap com on there and you can see you know uh all, all of his work there uh, upcoming and we'll get to it so a little bit of a teaser upcoming uh, art show at the child's gallery in boston july 14th 2020 so go to paul dot com for more information about that and uh yeah. So thanks again, man. Thanks so much for being a part of it.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, you've had uh, i am in good company. There's there's been a lot of great artists on here and designers, and uh, I'm uh, thrilled to be on here. So thank uh, you.
0: Oh, it was like I said, it was uh, it was love at first mural. So you know, so thanks so much. Um, <laughs> what I really like is you know your work is you know it's vast. You have a you know a great you know versatility in your work. You're really good at you know, drawing uh, you know people and realism and then you kind of got, you know take that and come up with some crazy you know sci-fi and just really all over the all over the all over the place designs and I mean that as a, as a compliment so your versatility is great I think that's what makes the labels for beer and earth so much fun is that you know it's uh, it's a different style you know, they're not just uh, the same over and over again which I, I, I like that you know every every brewery has their own, you know, choice, and I like that. You know, you're able to kind of uh, take take different chances and do some cool stuff. You know, if you I mean if you look at if you go to Paul's uh, Instagram page, you know, the the beer on Earth to the to the eye contact you know, to the you know the raspberry, you know, the, the the donut. So I mean, it's all over the the gamut, and I think it just really shows, you know, uh, why you know why you're uh, you're doing them. And like I said, that mural was really great to see live in action. So you've uh, been keeping yourself busy, my friend
1: yeah thank you no no that's that's uh that's really nice to hear uh you know the versatility is something that we definitely strive for i definitely strive for um and i know uh you know we you know we we just came up and hit our uh one year anniversary at, at beer on earth and uh you know the uh the labels have been uh you know very uh different you know and um you know from label to label and uh you know it's always sort of a you know a question of you know how consistent are we going to be from this label to the next or you know do we take a big swing and do something really colorful or really illustrative and uh you know kind of finding that balance from label to label is is something that we you know we put a lot of care and and thought into uh you know um coming up with and, and and hitting that so um it's, it's nice to hear you respond to that sort of variety. You know, Mm -hmm. I think, uh, as, as an artist, you know, whether it's in my paintings or, or whether it's in the labels uh, or whatever I'm doing, I, I really like to be able to, uh, you know, manipulate whatever medium I'm in, into sort of like aping different styles, you know? So, you know, uh, we did a beer called West Side Tropic and it was sort of, uh, an ode to Hanna-Barbera-style cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, I we did one last year called Vanishing Act. And it was, um, you know, when I was little, I used to have this uh, tin sign on my wall that was a Harry Houdini, uh, like, poster. And it's sort of like a classic thing that people, I think is probably a pretty uh, known image. But, you know, like, uh, you know, throwing that on a can and seeing how, you know, how that, informs the beer or has a relationship with the type of beer inside and you know i I really like to to mix it up and you know keep things exciting for our customers and keep things exciting for me and uh you know i I think that uh it's really working so
0: awesome awesome so that was a teaser about the the beer and earth chapter let's uh let's take it back a little bit further you know kind (laughs) of uh let's talk a little bit more about you uh what's you know kind of what's your you know what's the the paul Endress story how did you kind of find your your love of art and you know creation and painting and uh yeah so just uh this is where you talk a lot about yourself so yeah yeah
1: oh boy (laughs) (laughs) no pressure no pressure yeah i know i mean that's the big question right i mean i grew up on cape cod i was the youngest of five uh and so you know all my uh brothers and my sister they were all uh you know, older than me and athletic, so I was the kid that got brought around to uh, every sporting event, basically. But uh, you know, I think m- my mom had the foresight to to give me a notebook and say, you know, go draw something <laughs> while you know while they're uh, playing the game or whatever. So you know, I've just always been drawing my whole life, and and uh, you know, it's really just kind of a second nature thing, always drawing. You know, uh, on the couch if we're watching a show, or if we're, or if I'm, you know painting and, and working and you know drawing is always is always my thing so um you know I went to uh I went to Providence College I I majored in uh uh English and in studio art and uh in Providence is where I met uh Adam who is the head of beer on earth and uh so Adam and I just really hit it off uh you know since then and uh now 10 years later we kind of uh you know, our paths kind of merged again. And, um, and we, uh, you know, started, started doing this together. So, um, awesome. now, you know, that is to the beer on earth, but, uh, right. yeah.
0: now, now early on when you were, you know, at the sporting events and, you know, little brother, were you just, you know, were you, what kind of stuff were you doing? I mean, your, your, your painting paintings are, are really great and detailed and, you know, really, uh, you know realistic kind of you know what mediums were you drawn to or kind of when you went to university were you studying to be for art or is that just yeah you know, kind of
1: uh yeah so yeah when you when you grow up on Cape Cod it's like you know it, it it's it's uh it's very touristy uh, you know in the summer and and so you know, any art that you ever see that you grow up around is like, you know, uh beach scenes of dunes and, you know, picturesque lighthouses and stuff. And so, you know, I, I, I think I don't surprise that like I had to go in the complete opposite direction. So, you know, I was always about, you know, superheroes and Star Wars and, you know, anything weird. Uh <laughs> and uh and I guess I haven't really changed, you know. Uh I just keep that keep that going. So um you know I started painting um I started painting when I was studying art at at Providence College um but didn't take too many painting classes I was always more interested in drawing uh until the drawings uh got so large that painting sort of just became um uh sort of a means to an end a, a way to make a larger piece and then um and then um so I started painting, put together a portfolio, ended up going to grad school at the School of museum the School of the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston, and uh, got my master's there, uh, met a lot of great artists, uh, a lot of inspiring teachers, um, you know, people who really uh, people who are uh, you know, walking the walk, I, I would say, as like a working living artist. I'm always inspired by people who really like back up what they say. (laughs) I I guess that's not, you know, that's probably not that uncommon, but, you know, I, I would have teachers who would, uh, you know, uh, when they went home, they would actually make more art, you know, that Mm -hmm. type of teacher.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah. So, so that was always really inspiring, inspiring to me, you know, people that could really make a living from, you know, uh, putting in the work and, you know, whether they're teaching or they're, you know, doing something else on the side, but, you know, they're always making work, you know, they're always making work. And, um, you know, that's, that's sort of my nature is that, you know, I'm always making something, uh, you know, making a comic book, making a beer label, making a painting. Um, so, so, you know, I'm, I'm, that's, that's how, uh. You know, I think I kind of stay sane and, and mm-hmm. keep going. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's uh, it's it's in your soul, right? And yeah. I think that you kind of found, you know, when people find what they love, you know, it's, I don't know that I, I've used a lot, the phrase a lot lately. But right, if you find, you know, a, a job that you love, you don't never really have to work a day in your life, or or, or something like that. I don't know. I mean, it's like right. you, you get the, you get the gist, you know. But um, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah, and you've also you've also taught, right? I mean, you've also. So I mean, you're like I said, it was a, it was a it was perfect to meet like I was just like these are really cool and they're all unique and then you're up there on the wall, you know, creating this, you know, cool mural. And uh, you know, why don't you why don't since we have the show, the art show coming up, why don't you tell us a little bit about the you know what, what you know that is the, the twenty twenty shell games, um uh July again, July fourteenth, uh at Child's Gallery Boston. You know, what is uh what's the, what's your show gonna be?
1: Yeah, uh so so all of my painting work, you know, that I've been doing since uh since grad school in Boston. So I'd say since um uh two thousand and nine, I've been painting one one long story, one long narrative, uh called the called the burden. And so uh this bur you know, the burden is the moment at which history uh materializes physically and collapses on the earth and the paintings are all about these sort of heroes and villains this uh larger than life uh epic narrative told throughout a series of paintings uh that I've been making for over 10 years now so uh you know I've I've had uh a couple solo shows before this that Explore earlier time periods in this post-apocalyptic and post-historical world, um, and we kind of see characters. You know, my my wife is one of the main characters, Abigail Dedalus, and you know the paintings sort of chronicle her journey across this dystopia. And um, and so uh, this is so so my show coming up in July. It's it's part of this larger universe which is for me um a real uh it's a real good way for me to always generate more work. I know AJ you 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 make work yourself quite a bit too, right? Um uh,
0: yeah, I, I, I think that uh you're you're giving me too much credit. I've I've fiddled around with some stuff and I do have a uh, something I made, <laughs> but I think that uh, we would not my this is this is my art. You are my art. You are my canvas right now. So yeah, this is uh but uh, yeah. I, but uh yeah, I am as uh I am hacky and uh more MacGyver than I am uh uh Monet, I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah.
1: Well, I think you're speaking I, I think like I think that's how like every artist feels to some degree, you know. And and I think for me the burden and this ongoing narrative, this like un unceasing narrative. Is really just a way for me to uh, to avoid that kind of feeling and to like always have another image, always have another story to tell. Um, I I really do best when I'm working in series, you know. So like mm-hmm. rather than say like oh I'm going to make five, I'm going to make one painting, like oh I have to make five paintings so I can tell this whole story. And it's just like a way of tricking me <laughs> into making <laughs> you know more work essentially. Um, so uh, so yeah, so the shell games takes place you know uh uh a good while after the fall of history the sort of apocalyptic event that scattered you know bizarre and you know endless historical monuments all over the landscape and you know there have been rise and fall of different kingdoms and all this sort of sci-fi stuff and um and there's a person uh one of my characters, his name is Hadrian and he's uh, a man without a head and he has like sort of this fishbowl bubble head and he is the uh, he is basically facing reelection and he is uh, not going to win. He's done a terrible job. And so uh, he has decided to host a, yeah, he's decided to host an Olympic style uh, competition inspired by all these VHS tapes that he found. So there's nods to Star Wars and Jurassic Park and the Muppets and, you know, you name it, the sort of like nostalgia-ridden series of events that he's going to ultimately use to distract uh, his people. So, so, you know, my show upcoming in July, um, it's a series of super colorful, super, um, you know, really challenging work for me. uh, depicting the events themselves, and then there's also uh, a series of corresponding, um, very tiny, like two to three inch, oil paintings that are um, this ruler Hadrian's uh, documenting his life at home um, when he's sort of realizing the end is coming. Um, so clearly, you can tell I'm like super narrative based. Uh, you know, but, but all this is really, you know, I think I'm an optimist and a, and a romantic and, you know, I think they're, you know, it sounds very bleak what I'm talking about, but they're, they're fun, silly paintings and, uh, I hope they bring people joy and bring people together, you know?
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I think that just because the story or what's around it, I think, I don't know, I always find even with people, I love art how it captures moments or invokes you know evokes emotions and what what you have there and all that story you're telling is wonderful and it all ties together and then someone can just come and look at it and they can have their own story so I think that's the beauty of it is just the you know there's the control and then there's the unknown and I think that that's great now as a storyteller you said you've been telling the story for years have you been is it is it a situation where you have the story already written out? Or is just evolved over time? How far along? Are you telling the story? You know, or, or how do you how do you do that? How, how's that? Yeah.
1: Process? Yeah, I, I, I would say, I would say yes to both of those things. Uh, I, I've written it out several times. And I've also uh, burned it all down several times. Um, you know, sort of that kill your darlings mentality so uh you know the furthest it got along was you know had the whole story wrote written out and i uh i drew and illustrated and and lettered you know 200 pages of this like epic tome uh in a comic book like a graphic novel form and uh you know honestly you know it was sometime last year i kind of came to the realization that um basic basically the paintings were leaving the comic in the dust the you know the comic was not up to the caliber that the rest of my work was, and, and it took a, you know, it was pretty difficult when you, you know, I, I don't know, you know, um, if you've ever experienced this AJ, but you know, like you put years into something and then, and then you have to really come to come to realize that, uh, you know, it's, it's not good enough. <laughs> it's not, you know, it, the, the quality of the work is not what, what it needs to be. So, you know, started from uh, started from the beginning again, uh, redrew everything in a, um, or not everything, started redrawing it in a uh more photorealistic uh quality and and that's been another ongoing project now. I've got, you know, um a good I I it's about twenty five pages uh now so far, but
0: so we just really want to add something right here. We're interviewing Paul. We're we're talking on the phone. We obviously do it digitally and then you hear it right there get a little scratchy. And then just an operator or some message comes on in Spanish, part of it. And then just kind of the call was back to normal. I don't think Paul heard that, so when he hears this, it's probably his first time hearing it. But it was just, uh, this it was out of nowhere and unexpected. And we just thought it would be kind of uh, good for a laugh and just to, to keep it in with the episode. So here it is. This is just uh, keeping it real. Episode 157. Paul Endress, Jr., 16-ounce canvas, outtakes that we're keeping in because we're just keeping it real, folks.
1: The person you are trying to reach is not accepting calls at this time. Please try your call again later. La persona con la que intenta comunicarse Paul? no acepta llamadas en este momento. Favor de llamar de nuevo más tarde. Message 24, MD03UL. Paul, are you there? Hello. Did you hear that? Hey, hey, yeah. Can you hear me? Did you hear that? Can you hear me?
0: Yeah. Did you hear that? No. Oh, no. I, I might. I, I, all right, I'll send that to you. It uh, It was weird. It was just like the person you're reaching is not available. And then it like went into like three different languages to say it. So I maybe we'll do this like an outtake. But yeah. Oh. No, it was right. Yeah, it <laughs> was right. Yeah, it was, it was bizarre. And uh, yeah, so uh, let's, yeah, let's, let's, just take a step back where you were saying about how you kind of, you know, you, you started to you know redo it. You have about, I think you said 25 pages or so, and I can, I can kind of fi- fix it from there.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, so, you know, basically it was just, you know, coming to realize that, you know, a, lo- a lot of introspection that, you know, despite all the hard work I put into it, it wasn't at the level of my, my other work and where I wanted, wanted it to be. And, you know, I, I don't really consider myself a perfectionist. I don't think it was that issue, but, um, You know, sometimes I think, uh, you know, the hardest thing you can do is, is, is uh, keep working on a project, you know, start over and keep going, you know. Um, But I, I think, you know, as a, I think as a storyteller, I think my roots are really in uh, like history. Um, Um, I, I'm always, I've always been interested in history and, um, you know, uh, the idea of playing with fiction and mm-hmm. and you know what's real and what's not and what's true and what's not and what do these characters think are true or what are some you know not and and then the whole idea of painting intersecting with that it's just what really excites me about making art you know uh painting you know it's such an ancient ancient um art form and uh The idea that like fiction and history has always been tied in with, you know, as far back as cave painting is really interesting uh, to me, I guess. Um, But I I guess you're you're sort of a historian yourself, you know, you're sort of like this, this Matthew Brady of of beer art cans.
0: (laughs) you are very, you are very kind, sir. I, I think I'm gonna to have to bring you along wherever I go, and you can, you can just be my hype man because you've been uh, dropping you comments all over the place. But you know what? No, what I like about that, I think one of the questions we always kind of discuss is when, when is something done, right? The idea of like when is it done, and so for you to have all these pieces and then to look back and then and see that you felt that they weren't where you wanted it to be to tell your story—that's a hard. That's a hard, uh, you know, way to look at things, right? I think to to be that, you know, uh, I, the looking glass and to have that perspective, and you just say, "Well, this is not up to my level." And if you go to your Instagram and your website, you can you can follow where your evolution of your work. And I think that I wouldn't say that your work years ago. You can see some of these characters going back to two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen. I think they're they're wonderful, but I, you can also see how your work has evolved and, you know, the level of detail and we're able to capture, you know, additional depth and, you know, uh, you know, characters and whatnot. So I can see how your skill set now when you look back and say, oh, I wish I would have done this differently. But I, I also think that without the, the past, there would be no, you know, current where you're, you know, to, to see that evolution and realize how much you've evolved to, to tell your story. So I don't know if you're a perfectionist, but you're really you're you're committed to your your craft and you just continually get better and evolve which is which is a wonderful thing
1: oh well, thanks yeah i i think you know i think the job i i think what artists really have to do now is just to be like undeniable and i think that uh you know it's it's sort of synonymous with being stubborn and you know it's like you're you're never gonna be the best painter on the block or the strongest guy or the or the fastest person or whatever it is, you know, but you like, you can't, you can't give up either. You got to keep going and going and, and keep honing that, you know, and, and, and challenging yourself. And and for this show, you know, this upcoming show, I, uh, you know, I, I think my strong suit as a painter for the last 10 years was, was portraiture and I, uh, you know, could really capture, you know, a, a hyper-realistic photorealistic likeness of, of a client or, or, or a subject. And, um, and, you know, had a lot of success with commissions, putting, you know, uh, people interested in becoming a character in my fictional apocalyptic world of the burden. And so for this show, I decided to, uh, to do no portraits at all. (laughs) And, you know, how, how, how can I, how can I make a show without my strongest element? And so, you know, I think making those kind of decisions to really like to push myself and and to give myself limitations to work in um, that aren't um, comfortable uh, was a real way of, of forcing myself into new avenues of creativity. Um, Yeah. So, uh, you know, you know, just doing the work.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I I do love, again, folks go to Paul You know, there's the commission section, support your local artist, but I do love the commissions you have, and the way you described it is, you know, folks, almost transporting them to another time or, or story because it it Right, if you look at the person, you know, it captures who they are, it captures their body, their face, you know, all that. But then, you know, there's this you know escapism and you know stories that they want to be a uh, you know a part of, and it's like these fun family photos where they're kind of uh, superheroes slash Avengers, and there's always a. Uh, seems you know uh, a common uh favorite of folks is uh you know, kind of like the the knights of the round table big you know big sword types you know, right type situation and i think that just i think it's great because people want to have fun people want to be you know life sometimes you know, as we know now can be a little stressful so escapism is a is a beautiful thing and so i think it's just kind of fun to you capture who they are and then be like, I want to be this person. Right. It's just kind of, uh, it takes us back right. to when we were a kid and I want to be, you know, I want to be a astronaut. I want to be, you know, I want to be a superhero. And so it's just, I think it's a, it's a great way to to, to do that because you do it with, with, uh, such precision.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're, you know, maybe they're a little bit, um, they're a little, uh, more accessible to people, I think they certainly are to me Than you know, sort of like the the traditional, the historical, you know, commission, uh, uh, commission, you know, like in the tradition of like Velasquez or something where like, you know, the, the court, you know, the court painter where you sit and everybody's very still and, 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 you know, and, uh, you know, I, I, I just want, you know, to make my subjects, I really want to honor them. Um, and, and you know mix in those sort of biographical hints and you know uh, storytelling of their own life uh, into the bizarre and absurd world of the burden um, so uh, you know I, I really enjoy making them and I think people enjoy uh, seeing themselves in a different way you know I think I think at, at its core even even with the beer labels like a lot of what I do is about bringing really polar opposite things together, uh, you know, whether they be something really serious and really funny or a color palette that shouldn't go together or imagery that shouldn't go together and, you know, forcing those two things to coexist in the same space. And uh, I I think sort of um, offers a kind of um, balance or catharsis for me and the viewer, you know, um, so, so just trying to bring things together, you know?
0: Yeah, I think it's, I think it's great. I think it works really well. And we are back listening to episode 157 featuring Paul Endress Jr., Right here on the 16-ounce canvas. You can follow along with Paul's work at Paul Endres Jr. That's E N D R E uh, S J R. You can also go to .com. Remember, he has a virtual art opening July 16th, 2020. So depending on when you're listening to this, uh, head on over to Child's Gallery. That's their uh, Instagram page. And also, if you go to Paul's uh, Instagram page, as well as his website, com, you can... Uh, RSVP and sign up for uh, the opening, which is really cool. I think it's uh, fun to see how people, you know, pivot and get creative during these interesting times and just really, I think it's a great opportunity to to showcase uh, Paul's storytelling, his adventures, kind of the artwork that he's doing, and he's going to He's just a good dude. He loves what he's doing. He appreciates the the history of painting. He likes bringing, you know, characters to life. The the commission work that he does for for folks, as we're we're getting into now, is really realistic with uh, you know a level of kind of uh, mystique and you know uh, sci-fi and just kind of fantasy to it. And uh, it really works. It's really cool to see. And you know, I always think it's interesting that how people are able to to capture someone's essence and you know and. And bring them to life, you know, in a in a medium that I don't I don't know from a art theory perspective, but you know, it's kind of a, it's a two dimensional and and to give it kind of all that level of depth and character and, and life is just really uh, really powerful. And if you're an art major, minor, fan, supporter, and I'm wrong there, just don't publicly make me feel like a dick. Just you know, shoot me a line and be like, hey, artist, technically, you know. XY or you know Z and we'll just uh you know go from there. So you're listening to 16 ounce Canvas, one six O Z Canvas.com, 16 O Z Canvas on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Use the hashtag tag your favorite artist, designer, creative yourself. Shoot us a message. We don't bite. We would love to to connect and meet new people. I think that's one of the, the great uh you know benefits of this is to to meet people from all over. Again, thanks for everyone who's uh been a good human. Uh, the Be a good human. Fundraiser glasses are still available. Link is on the Instagram, which say it with me, folks, is 16oz canvas, so 16 ounce canvas on all of the social media mediums and uh, slappa.com on there, and you can go to the website too. So please do that. Remember to check out beer on earth brew on Instagram, and then beer on earth.com. If you can find us in the you know Instagram storyboards. Tag us, and we will uh, we'll hook you up with a with some sort of prize. You um, we'll see what happens there. So, really enjoying this episode. It's a uh, you know a little nostalgic thinking about the last time that we saw live music. It wasn't that fish show. It was uh, it was David Byrne, um, you know, American Utopia, which was uh, as we've mentioned before, was uh, a life changing uh, event. Um, but uh, just the idea of seeing live music again will be wonderful. But as we say each and every week here. Please wear a fucking mask. Please be safe. You're not as, you know, without insulting people, you know, a lot of the folks out there think they're really smart. And you might be, you know, you might be smart, whatever, but you're not a scientist. Just wear the mask. Have fun with it. Get weird. Create one. Design one. Just do it out. But be safe. Because if not, you're gonna be inside. You're gonna be inside for a really long time. And if you have kids. You're going to be homeschooling. You're going to go back to get your master's degree in teaching because you're going to be homeschooling so much. So please, just be safe, not only for you but for all. We're in a weird time. I mean, we're really blessed here in the Northeast. We are kind of the, um, the the bar which is set, the bar by which all others. You know, here in Connecticut, we have the lowest transmission rate. If you're a Connecticut brewery or somewhere in New England, you want to you know use that. You know, reach out. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll let you use it and until someone takes that title from us, Connecticut will brew it, make it a you know, low ABV New England style IPA or session beer, donate some of that money to a charity, we'll talk, we'll promote it like crazy, but we're really proud of that and I think it's really great. I think it's just a really good opportunity to look at what we're doing. Connecticut doesn't get much uh, room for humble brag. What we're doing here is just, uh, you know, it's, it's wonderful, it makes... You feel safer, but I still don't take off my mask. That's just how it goes. So this is not um, you know, a public service announcement. This is Paul Endrich's episode, episode 157. So we're going to get back into it. Wear the mask. Enjoy this episode. Kick back and relax. Appreciate your family. All of us are family. We'll take care of you. You take care of us. Paul Endrich Jr., beer on earth, 16-ounce canvas, And that's how we do it folks. Boom. We're back now from like a logistics perspective, you know, what is, you know, what type of, you know, uh, what painting or what, what are kind of some of your paints that you're using or how would you describe your, your style Uh, what, you know, kind of, what are the tools of that trade?
1: Yeah. So I, uh, you know, a lot of my, my paintings are oil paintings on panel. Um, have you, have, are you familiar with painting at all? AJ, do you do any painting?
0: Uh, I would say no, but I mean, I know enough, but I would, I don't want to, <laughs> I, do, I I always like to ask these questions if, uh, somebody didn't know anything. Obviously I've, I've painted, you know, on the, in the literal sense, mm-hmm. but I would not, um you would not right. bring me on, bring me along as an assistant on your next mural.
1: Yeah. It's a... <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll use whatever medium is necessary for each individual piece. So yeah, the murals are, are, you know, at the brewery are, are acrylic. I used to do a lot of my earlier work in acrylic. Um, you know, I sort of, uh, I, I really love how immediate acrylic is. You know, it dries fast. The water is the water is the only mixing thing I use. You know, um, with the acrylic, and it's just uh, quick and spontaneous. Um, and the you know, the, but but you know, a majority of my work is in oils. And uh, but I try to strip the palette down to so like a very simple palette: um, two yellows, two reds, two blues, and a white um i don't use anything else and i just try to get you know that full you know range of color uh just from like a very limited palette you know i i do really well with limitations i think so so oil on panel is my jam uh and um i work from photograph so you know um uh for for this particular show it's been a lot of like found images but my last show, The Lost Boys, you know, we had a big, um, we had a big photo shoot, it was like 27 people, and we posed every painting, and we, we shot everybody, everybody was wearing costumes, you know, there's a big death scene, and, uh, you know, we have everybody laying, you know, we have the guy laying there, everybody's cradling him, you know, to uh, to ape a particular historical painting, uh, the, the death of General Wolfe, <laughs> um, so all these really obscure things, but, you know. I think that the work really benefits from having people pose, you know, um, a couple years ago I did uh, my largest commission uh, to date. It was, it was 109 uh, or 107 subjects with two dogs and, and minus the dogs, you know, everybody was there. I photographed everybody, put them all together and painted it, you know, and I think that um, I think that there's really uh, something, um, you know, for for me it's it's like a challenge to get everybody to to really look like them. You know, I think a lot of people when they get the painting they want to see how they look. And I would be doing them a disservice to not have them be exactly right, you know. So I, I, I take pride in, in getting everybody right. But um so yeah. Photo, uh-huh. uh you know, um, I use Photoshop, I have my palette. Now, oh, that,
0: sorry, go no, the, the, the massive one you said is the, the Batolfian adventure, right? Which you can see on, on your website, right? com. <laughs> <Andrews Jr. laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: That's right. That's right. Yep.
0: Now, yeah. that, that's a, like, so, that was um, an actual photograph, or just a multitude of photographs that made, like, is that somebody's house? Like, like, that just seems like crazy. Oh, so,
1: so that, that is, uh, like, yeah, it was. It was, it, that's like an institution in Boston. Okay. And, um, and, uh, I photographed everybody, um, individually, but then Photoshop them t- together. So, oh, wow. uh, but there, yeah, so there's a lot of Photoshop used for sure. And then, um, yeah, I have my palette right under my computer and I have my panel on the wall. So there's, you know, very little rotation from the image to the, to the panel and you just kind of, you try to knock it out and, uh, you know, it always goes faster in your head than, uh, you sort of anticipate it. So that you know that was a solid year's worth of painting those that you know those three panels and um but uh you know I love the challenge and I, I I loved making it and you know um I always want to be making something new you know uh, mm-hmm. I'm always kind of I always think like the, the painting I'm working on is my best painting I've ever made and everything else is trash and throw it away <laughs> yeah. uh, and I know that's not true but uh You know, that's just kind of how you feel sometimes to, you know, hike yourself up to, to get in the mode. You know.
0: Yeah. Now, Um, now, like at any one given time, are you a one piece, and then that's all you're focused on, or you have a few different projects that are going on concurrently, so that you can kind of move around, and you know, kind of if you get stuck in one, that you can dive into another. What's the, what's kind of like the behind the scenes? Yeah.
1: Exactly yeah you know you you hit the nail on the head i i i have i have a million things going at any given time i have um I have a bunch of the small tiny paintings going I have a bunch of my uh square pieces you know I have a few commissions in the work I've got the beer labels going i got the comic on the back of my mind you know i I kind of like jumping around from thing to thing you know I got the guitar here in the studio nice. uh you know my kids come in we play with yeah we play with some Legos you know i really like that interdisciplinary uh uh facet you know i uh, i like i like um i think everything benefits from everything else right mm-hmm. um yeah you know so I, uh, I think it's important you know, right? sort you're sort of like when you're
0: saying about you, yeah with the kids like to you know to have them be kind of present and be part of it i think i think this adds to it have you I, I know for me there's been some things that you know with with being a father has as an artist and being a father, has that impacted you, your, your, your process, your creativity, kind of, have you noticed anything different since you've uh, had little ones?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. I, um, you know, we, we had uh, our, our first daughter, Piper, And I thought that, you know, everybody tells you like, oh, you're, 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 you know, say goodbye to this, say goodbye to that, you know, like, you're you're not going to have time for anything else, you know, you won't have time for this and for, you know, but they what they don't tell you is that you're going to be more motivated than you've ever been in your life to do more work, (laughs) you know, to, to, to get stuff done to, uh, you know, make the world a better place for your kids, you know, so somehow I ended up with more time after i had kids than than before and uh you know just just highly and and i was kind of i was a driven person anyways and and so i you know i don't know what it's been in in your experience aj but you know i i just want to um i just want to uh squeeze like every moment from every day mm-hmm. because you know they're all they're also so important but um but, you know, lately, you know, with the quarantine, uh, you know, I'll, I'll admit, I definitely have way less time. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> yeah, I think that, yeah. and I think that, yeah, I, I think that every situation has you look big picture and kind of step out and realize what's important and what's happening. And, you know, you make those decisions, you know, this is a passion project, and we have a few things we'd like to, to do with it. But it makes me, re- you know, you just realize that, you know, it's it's a good to have a creative outlet. You know, we've had one or two episodes where each of my boys have done like an introduction, which is cool. And, yeah, they know if I say I'm going to do an interview, they say, oh, oh, cool for the podcast. And they ask about it or where, you know, where is the person from? And so they kind of get it, you know, and it's uh, it's just nice because they I don't know. It's there's never been a better time to be weird. There's never been a better time to be a a creative and and do what you love. Uh, I think that we've, you know, while there's a lot of areas that we can uh, evolve and improve a society. I think that allowing people to, you know, do, do what their passions are and not that, you know, previous, you know, uh, model of, you know, the, the nine to five business guy. And, you know, that's part of like, that's, that's kind of who I am during the day, but I have this to kind of, uh, balance me out and kind of get back to my roots. So I, I just think it's, uh, I think it's great. I, I just love the idea of the, you know, the, you know, your daughter's on you know the instagram with uh you know one of your pieces and I just think it's really great i just you know i right. i i applaud that it's it's a and during this whole uh, covid work from home live from home never go outside whatever especially here in the northeast which is uh it's it's crazy it's uh each day is its own adventure i think it's probably the the kindest way to put it
1: yeah definitely i i, I totally agree um i uh you know it it's it sort of goes back to that idea of like seeing my seeing these professors like live a life that i didn't you know was maybe wasn't quite sure was possible you know that you can be like you can be a working artist and have you know and 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 you don't have to be that like traditional artist up in an attic alone by themselves you know that sort of van gogh model of like the starving you know suffering artist and it's like you can you can be like you can be a person in the world and have a family and and still be an artist and uh you know you just gotta you gotta work for it and um you know I uh you know um but it goes back to those professors and that like leading by example you know i, I really think leading by example is the thing and and uh you know i i read a quote by Mo Willems recently who does those Piggy and Gerald kid books are mm-hmm. you familiar with those yeah 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 yeah. He, and, he, and he wrote or said something to the effect of you know like maybe sometimes you know your kid's asking you for something you have to be like no I'm too busy drawing <laughs> and I thought that was so <laughs> funny and it was something you know that just like struck a chord with me that like you know they'll come in and they see their dad painting and it's and I I just hope that um you know that's something that really has an impact on them just like witnessing me do this creative pursuit
0: yeah i think that yeah i, I think that, yeah mo williams is uh as we talked before this started our homeschooling uh we've drawn many a uh, mo williams uh bird <laughs> bird uh which is cool the teachers i think they're trying to you know find unique ways and he's been great i, I don't know if he's yeah. still i don't know if he's still doing it but the first like six plus weeks he was doing almost like a daily you know, the right. video where he was drawing and, you know, his work is such, you know, so f- famous Was and it was just nice to, to see him kind of simplify it and realize who his audience was and I don't know, I love, I love stuff like that. Like that's been one of the positives for me totally. all these free resources and, you know, visual digital tours of museums and every night there's a different, uh, you know, band that I love playing, you know, sharing archival music for free or, Asking you to make a donation, so there's been a lot of positives from it, and uh, you know the Mo Williams has been fun. There's another character I forget his name, so thankfully I won't be negative, but he does like these weird kid songs, and my my youngest like cringes when he sees them. So we we bought him a shirt and like the whole thing. It's just like yeah, like you know those like twangy you know alphabet songs. It's just it's just funny, kind of you know what what, what the teacher send, how how it uh, connects with the kids.
1: Awesome. Awesome. That's
0: funny. Yeah. So, so we're talking about your painting, your, your comic book, your, your creative, you, you tease it earlier on, but how did you come to team up with, you know, beer on earth? You said that you and uh, I believe Adam had a connection from a, you know, a previous life. How did that kind of come to be? Because yeah. cause that's like a much, I mean, literally yeah. a much smaller canvas than, you know, your, you know, your use than your, uh, your traditional stuff that you've been doing for a while.
1: There you go, the, the titular sixteen ounce canvas. We, wow, see what we do. We did you have to, yeah, yeah. do did, did, did the listeners have
0: to drink now that you said yeah, it. Right. No, yeah. It was just I mean, I was yeah. so proud of myself when I came up with that name for the podcast. Like I was just like, Yeah. yeah. It was like it
1: was Yeah, great. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so Adam and I, uh, you know, we were we were roommates. You know, we lived together with a bunch of other guys, uh my junior year at, at PC and um you know we we'd hang around we'd play video games we play smash brothers and and uh you know you you, we would drink beer and um and you know we we became good friends i think most importantly and we still are and you know we we, uh we kept in touch we were friends you know since then but then um you know uh about a year and a half ago or, or whatever it was i'm not good with dates but uh you know Adam started really getting serious about um, starting the brewery and you know there was there was basically uh, one person that he wanted to ask to do the labels and I was uh, I am still so appreciative that he that he chose me and um, and we have a great uh, collaborative process we talk almost every day we talk about upcoming stuff Uh, you know we just go over everything about you know uh what can we name this beer what are we gonna what are we gonna use for the images? Does that suit the type of beer that's inside you know all the usual stuff and um and is that something that's going to um you know uh, really try to push the medium forward you know push the sixteen ounce canvas forward you know uh you know what's the maximum what what's the maximum amount of stuff we can do with this you know can we make it look like Uh, Smash Brothers Nintendo box, you know, can we make it look like, uh, you know, a Harry Houdini sign, you know, we really try to like push these ideas. And, um, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's a fantastic friend and a fantastic collaborator. And, um, you know, I think we're just kind of hitting our stride now, you know, we're, we're, we've got a year down and um, I'm really excited about some of the concepts we have coming up. So
0: now, Given you know, is is there from a like creation process, right? You're you're very physical, tactile. Obviously, you said we discussed before that you know you're you're pretty adaptive and uh, ability to you know use different mediums. You know, what are you you doing to make these? Like, how are you how are you bringing these bringing these to life? Are you painting them and then scanning them in, or are you all are you going are you just digitally doing them? Well, what's the so,
1: yeah, so at the beginning, um, at you know, as I was talking about like painting this guy, Hadrian, you know, with the glass bubble head, you know, uh, one of our first beers was this I Am a Donut beer, and it just sort of synced up, uh, you know, my love of art, uh, painting people with silly things on their heads and history, you know, obviously like the JFK reference, and so. Um, you know, we did a painting for that. We did a painting for the first few, scanned them in, formatted them. And then I think the reality of, uh, you know, making several of these just wasn't conducive to doing a painting for each one, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we, um, yeah, so, so now, you know, they're all, they're all digital. I do them on the iPad. I use Procreate, you know, Mm -hmm. for any creative listening, um, do, uh, you know, they're highly illustrative. I would say is probably like the one through line. But other than that, I really like to, I really like to mix it up. You know, as I said, and and sometimes that can be a pain. Really, you know, it, it you know, the the unlimited, the infinite amount of options is sometimes overbearing. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of the collaboration is sort of like um, trying to d- direct those like creative energies into one thing, you know, what's the most appropriate thing? What's the best thing for this beer? And, um, you know, so that's sort of the uh, thing that I, I imagine a lot of the creatives that you've talked with, who are sort of like, who generate the the names or the IP, that's kind of the thing, right? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, well, you, you work at this breakneck speed and you've got to come up with something, um, yeah yeah what do you say would you say that's the case with some of the people that you talk to
0: yeah i think that i think there's i think it's, it depends on some of the folks if depending i think it depends on the type of beer and how the planning goes you know sometimes there's yeah you know, quick turn work i think your your relationship with adam is unique because you're you know you've known each other for a while and so i think that you're you know from the get-go we've been kind of looking at it big picture i think uh, a lot of folks that level of collaboration, you know, they might use uh, you know, a couple artists, and so there's not that consistency factor right. there for uh, process. So I, I, I definitely think it's, uh, I think it's really, I think it's great. And you know, obviously, like I said, that's how we first connected was you. You know, I think it's kind of nice. You're saying you've gone digital, but you know, in the in the brewery itself, that you know, on, on the different walls are, are murals and artwork. You know, so it's kind of uh, going back to your. Your your roots are your your kind of uh, foundational medium. So it's uh, it's kind of cool to see how you know the the like we talked about the versatility of of, of the different styles.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I I liked the episode you had with uh, with Megan. uh, What's her name? Penman.
0: Yeah, she's Mother a machine. Half, right? Yeah, she's and, a machine. And, and,
1: right, right, and then you know she was talking about how they're categorizing the labels, and I was like, oh, that you know like we do sort of, obviously they're making a lot of labels, but you know, we, we do kind of have a similar, um, uh, a mindset, but then there'll be like this little float away idea. We're like, well, what if we did this? And then we're like, Oh yeah, let's do that. Totally. And we mm-hmm. have to like go chase it down just cause it's like such a silly fun idea, you know? Yeah. So, um, so I don't know, trying to find that balance between like categorizing them having a plan, but then also like, uh, you know, following down that path that you don't know where it goes. You know, and and you got to just do it for, for the sake of creativity. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have, and there's some like cultural like, you know, ideas, right? Harry, I took care of it. You know, uh, Eight Bosses Bob, right? I mean, which is <laughs> yeah. a great. Which is a right. great. Which is a great movie. And then you know your your pieces. I think that when we were there. You were working on you know the mural, which is the uh, which is forty two plus, which is a. Uh, an astronaut, right, right, right. Uh, dolphin, and which is fun fact, folks. If you go to either Beer on Earth Brew or Paul Endres Jr.'s Instagram, and you find that photo, there's two photos, and it is uh, the picture of the bar beer the bar that day, and myself and our my two friends and my wife are in the front of the photo. Uh, I don't know if they. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, so it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Like it's literally the moment where we connected. Uh, you know, we're drinking. Uh, beers before we went to um, uh, another place, and then went to over to the to see fish at the Dunkin' Donut Center. So I mean, I was uh, yeah. There's all four of us in there. It's we're right at the bar and the the bottom of the photo. So it's great uh, that it kind of ties all together. Excuse me.
1: That's funny. I didn't realize you were in that picture. It's like a Where's Waldo thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly You're right.
0: I am the uh, the the guy <laughs> with sunglasses inside. So yeah, that, that's me. Um, so in terms of logistics how much time do you have is you know, how much time uh, you know between okay you know we, Paul we need you to make a new label and then it, it comes out how much how is the the kind of the, the project management going on
1: for that um good yeah i think you know we we've, we've definitely gotten better at it you know i think it's any like any um like any practice you know you uh, it's like a little shaky at the start and you're like you know how long how long um you know, the thing that was really kind of throwing us off is like anticipating how long the, um, the manufacturer needs to make the labels themselves. And then, you know, with everything happening in the world, like some of those dates, you know, sort of got a little fuzzier. And so, um, but I, I think we're pretty on top of it and, you know, I work quick. Um, that's not to say I spend a short amount of time on them, but I think I'm, uh, you know, efficient, um, you know, once we have a plan, I can, I can knock them out, but, uh, you know, it really varies. Sometimes we'll be using a, um, a returning IP, you know, it, you know, if we're, we're, if we're doing, I am a donut or a, a different version of, I am a donut, I am a Raz donut or a passion fruit donut. Obviously those, like, we kind of have an idea of like what the label is going to look like beforehand. Um, or, you know, uh, you know, I think it's probably the case with like a lot of, you know, the artists and and designers you've talked to that like, when, you know, when it's that blank canvas, when it's a blank slate, and there's nothing to go on, then, you know, that's more daunting. That needs more time to massage like the right idea, you know. So, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, I like working quick, and I like. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, no, this is. You like working quick.
1: I like working quick. I, I think, you know, there's a spontaneity of uh, the sort of like illustration kind of based artwork that, you know, you leave a lot of the lines, a lot of, you know, you know quick movements, you do the portrait, you know, um, but everything's careful, everything's done, you know, well, but um, um yeah.
0: Yeah. And I'm, no, not, I'm not, yeah. no you're you're doing fine. Yeah, you're doing great and i think that what i like too is just because you, you, you mentioned you know back in university you'd play you know smash bros and whatever and if you you know you, you go to the beer and earth brew uh you know instagram and you can also go to their their, their website which is you know com. you can see the you know the love you know of the of the of the gaming right i mean we we have i you know, got the boys in the of switch and you know, I, I get my ass kicked on the regular from, uh, super smash bros, but I, I, I do dominate, uh, at least, at least my, uh, six and nine year old in Mario Kart, So I, I do hold my own, but I just, I, I do love the, you know, even the glass, which I wish I would have picked up, uh, you know, with kind of, uh, the, the Zelda hearts almost, uh, homage there, uh, which is really cool. So I think that just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It captures like the fun of things and, you know, even the, the super Smash bros, you know, uh, label which is really cool and it's a good use of your you know your your photorealism you know uh skills and so yeah i i think it's a it's kind of a it's a perfect fit right it's just kind of a a culmination of uh, right of the idea from years ago and it's just kind of it's you can see it's finding you're you're finding your niche and, and things are you know, the labels each have their own little you know persona to them and I, I think it's cool I think I think my favorite maybe or at least as of this interview probably next time I look at up but I just like that badass like the IPA Citra orange belt like raccoon I think it's a raccoon right maybe or, or
1: oh what? yeah the uh the red panda there yeah, yeah, uh, yeah red
0: panda okay yeah just like yeah it just looks hey it looks like it probably like it looks a little rabid but yeah it's got the you know the the red phaser eyes going, but, uh, yeah, I'd like, I like that one.
1: And with, and <laughs> oh, again, with, yeah, that. and with
0: the donut idea, we were there and I told my like I said, we we're, you know, I was talking to the, the guy up in the, in the rafters when, when we were, uh, earlier, but we were there that day. There was just a box, like a couple, maybe we were just eating somebody's stash, but there was like a bunch of like multiple really good donuts. <laughs> just like out front for people to we, we hope they're for people to eat. We had, we had, we had some, um, Oh yeah. 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 But it was just like a box of like a box and a half of random ass donuts. we were just like, uh we kinda like did like the look around of like guilt, like are we eating somebody's uh donuts? But I mean I, I think that was part of the experience. But if not, uh and somebody's listening, I owe you uh, a delicious donut, which was really helpful. Uh,
1: yeah, a nice nice carbo load before you go to the concert, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would
0: I probably should eat another donut or two. The <laughs> the the edibles were, were very strong. But uh yeah, it was uh it was it was good. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is about the donuts. They show up in a lot of my work. But uh, I think that there's something like, you know, really funny. You know, I was putting, I'm putting donuts in my regular, you know, my paintings in the gallery, you know, I'm putting donuts in the beer cans. You know, I, I think there's just something so funny about this, like, fluffy, silly pastry showing up in places where it shouldn't. And fortunately, we have this amazing beer, you know, that goes with it. So we're like, let's do it, you know. Yeah. Um, if we uh, yeah yeah next time
0: yeah next time we come up there I'll make sure there's a place by us called uh Donut Crazy, and they do just like I mean they're starting to pop up more all over the place. But they just do like the crazy, over the top like donuts like um, ma- sure. maple bacon and you know all these. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's just
0: like your 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 day's worth of calories within like three bites, and so you're just like oh. <laughs> yeah I got, got to run a place exactly, run a exactly. place yeah. So um, do you remember the the first beer that you did the label for, like kind of the first time you saw it, like in the wild, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, I would say it's probably the, I am a donut.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: Yeah. So we did, we did, um, you know, we did, I am a donut was one of the first ones I saw. You know, we, we talked about that. We did a beer called mountains beyond mountains, which was uh knee from the back standing on a bluff overlooking the sort of like, uh, billowy version of Providence with this with this pink smoke and we also did one called uh, it was a coffee porter with Adam's uh, dog on it uh, her, her name is Ruby and you know it was, a, it was an uh, this great painting of her smiling and you know since then she has passed and so it's it's really kind of you know I, I really love that one of our first beers was was this great dog of Adam's so Uh, you know, it's kind of a nice memory.
0: Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's great. And especially folks who are very, you know, uh, passionate about their, their, their pets and what have you. So I think that that can, and that moment being captured will, you know, you know, bring joy for a lifetime. I think, you know, I think, I think that's what, what's great about your work is the photo realism and how you capture, you know, the essence of, of people and your subjects. And so I think that's one of the really cool things about it. And while we were there, the the taster um kind of the you know, you get the flight with the tasters on it. Are those all your oh, works yeah. also?
1: No, so that was that was a contest that we ran when we opened for local artists to come in and there was, you know, know, you know, there was a prize to go with it, but uh, you know, people would come in and vote after the artists submitted their palettes. Um and yeah, the taster trays obviously mm-hmm. look like a painter's palette. And so, uh, yeah, sort of the thought process was behind, behind that was, you know, really to try to, you know, an art forward brewery and, uh, you know, really try to feature um, artists from the community. And, you know, we're hoping to do more stuff like that. We were doing gallery nights, um, you know, where artists could come in and, and um, you know, bring in some of their work and, you know, we're hoping to do more of that when, you know, when this, gets back to normal, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, you know, just trying to highlight local artists and, um, and, uh, you know, I think art just goes so well with beer and, you know, community and, you know, it's, it's, you know, that kind of act of breaking bread around a table, you know, that, that sort of like, uh, getting together and, and, uh, you know, escapism with art escapism with, with, uh, getting together for a drink, you know?
0: Amen, amen to that. Now, are you a, are you a beer drinker? Do you enjoy a, a good adult beverage or what's your, you know? Uh,
1: I, I, I used to drink more beer, but uh, um, I don't drink too much beer anymore. It's honestly uh, not that great on my body, <laughs> but I, I've I've made it a point of trying every beer that comes out and, you know, it's really important to me that the beer matches the contents. I mean, the contents of the beer really, uh, match the artwork. And, uh, you know, we, co- we have a fantastic brewer, uh, Cody's just, he's just great I and mean, he's making awesome beer. And, you know, I'm really proud to make art that goes with that beer. So. There
0: you go. All right. So we got a couple, got a couple more for you. Uh, as, as someone who's, sure. whose life passion, you know, is, is, you know, art and being creative and, like you said, going back to an early age, you can remember, you know, doing it. Do you have any advice for somebody who maybe, you know, this is kind of a, you know, who's thinking about going for it or is early on in their career, uh, who might, you know, not, you know, be hesitant. Obviously, like we were saying, it's never been a better time, but it's not an easy to make that leap. And do you have any any advice? I mean, I know this is not a, a Dear Abby podcast, but I think this is one of the ones that people really like is to any, any feedback or kind of, uh, life tips from the, the bones, uh, the bumps, bruises, and scrapes you have along the way?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess I would say that, um, maybe, maybe a career in the arts and a, and a create a creative life isn't necessarily the one you're picturing. Uh, I, I think that, you know, again, like I, I think myself included was sort of thinking that, you know, um, a life of the arts meant, you know, the, the solitary, lonely artist, and you're, and you're cutting your ear off and you're never, never selling a painting and it's a, you know, dark and dreary life, but somehow is, you know, but somehow is noble, you know, question mark. Like, I I think that's kind of like, uh, you know, a load of crock and, and, you know, you can, you can still, you can be a working artist and, uh, and, You know, every path is unique and and sort of like the one that, you know, whatever I did is probably that path is closed. And then, you know, the path that somebody else took, that one's closed. So there's probably never like any sure advice, but, you know, you keep going and you keep making work. You make work every day. And uh, and, you know, you have to be sort of um, willing to. How do you say this? willing to um maybe move into creative pursuits that you're not really thinking is on the horizon you know when i was in grad school painting you know history paintings i wouldn't think beer labels would be on my (laughs) horizon you know but uh but i love doing them they're fantastic so um you know i i would say just you know take every opportunity and and keep keep making work
0: okay yeah Uh, i like that yeah you have these massive pieces and then you have the, you know, not to uh, minimize it, obviously that's how we connected, but, you know, the labels of this, you know, tinier canvas and, you know, what have you. And then to see, right. and then to see, you know, if you go there and it's really great because it is a small intimate brewery, but, you know, every, almost every inch of the, of the space is you know, has, has work up there. You know, there's the, there's the, you know, murals on both sides of the wall and you're trying to find space to add more. And so I think it's just a really kind of, yeah. Uh, it's really cool that, that, you know, you can see that your work is an integral part of of beer on earth. And again, folks, beer on earth brew, beer on earthbrew.com. You can go to uh, Paul Endress uh, Jr. and Paul Endress Jr., E N D R E S, Jr., I'm a junior, dot uh, com. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, it's you, you need to go there, you need to be following and see what's going on. And uh, I love the name uh, beer on earth. So yeah, it's great. Now, do you know why the R is backwards by any chance or the letters are backwards?
1: Oh yeah. Hey, that's, that's me. That's me, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, No, I think, you know, originally we, we had a logo that was more, a little more flowery, a little more illustrative, I think like my artwork. And You know when we made the move to providence i wanted something kind of clean and stark to go with you know the the wilder you know more colorful you know curvy artwork right so like a cleaner label and a i mean a cleaner like brand and then the wild artwork and you know sort of with that idea of bringing things together i wanted the word beer itself to point inward right So, like, all of my work is about bringing opposite things together, and I thought there was something aesthetically as well as conceptually really kind of uh, cathartic about having that word point to itself, right? So, like, you know, I I just, um, I think it's a really satisfying way to make uh, a statement on, like, a very clean and simple logo. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, no, and I think that's the, that's the, The joy of it. I think it's that it is a simple and really that's like it's not doing logos is not easy. So I think that to do a simple logo and just using font, you know, especially when the idea that that's yours when you look at your work and has these massive levels of intricate detail and layers and, and, you know, and and depth is, uh, yeah, it totally works for me. And I love that, again, Beer on Earth Brew. You go to Instagram, Art Forward Brewery. Like that's like, not only the art is in inside the can, but you're you're an integral part of that. So I, I I do love that, and that's why I was really drawn to it. And having you, you know, you thanked me a few times, but it was a literally a no brainer uh, to to have you on here. And, and I loved you know how we how we connected. So you know again. Uh, we've got, a, we've got a couple more, but, um, when you, when you do your work digitally, do you have, a, this is, and this is one of our weirder questions, but, um, you know, it's all at this point, sure. you're, already, you're at this point, you're already in for well over an hour. So you're not backing out anytime soon, but, hey. uh, Paul, do you have any, what is your naming convention? Like, how do you organize your files? Are you, are you an organized guy? Are you kind of, uh, all over the place? What, what, what is, uh, yeah. How do you, how do you kind of keep your, your, all your stuff together?
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, my desktop definitely looks like an explosion, if that's what you're asking. It's, uh, yeah, it's just, like, it's pretty scattered. Um, I, I guess that kind of is not surprising, like, looking at my art, that's sort of, like, the, like, the more is more philosophy, but, you know, like, I, you know, sometimes I'll be, like, yeah, this is gonna be, like, you know, I'll write final on every piece that's final, and and then, like, I'll do that for a few, and then I start changing it to, like, you know, um, you know, version three, and then like in version three for a few files. So inevitably, I'm like using that find feature on everything. <laughs> uh, but um, but you know, on the iPad on Procreate. You know, um, do you have Procreate, AJ? Or? No, I just have.
0: I use the Adobe suite. Uh, that's all. That's what I have. Oh,
1: that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's sort of like visually organized. So a lot of times, you know, with the labels and I'm like kicking myself as I'm saying this, but like, I don't even have labels. I don't even have like words on the files. It's like untitled document 76 or whatever. (laughs) So stupid, but I don't know. It just, I can, I can find it right away by looking at the thing, but for some reason I'm just not writing them down, but you know, this is probably, uh, this is probably a good intervention for me to start labeling these things.
0: (laughs) No, everyone has their, I have a, I have a photo of, uh, I think it's from, uh, well, he sent it to me. So it's from a tall boy who's one of our recent guests and it, it sets the bar for, it sets the bar for, uh, massively, uh, disorganized, uh, desktop. So whatever you, maybe I'll, I'll share with you in confidence, uh, to give you peace of mind. The the bar, the bar set pretty high on, uh, how it how it should not go so yeah.
1: Oh, I imagine that that matches his artwork too, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I I, I I I won't say that I'm very organized in terms of folders. I start well. I got a new. I got my new MacBook like a year ago, and so I have the base folders pretty well, and, and I try to clean them up. But yeah, I use. Uh, I was trying to figure out what the, it's not always the same, but it's basically like client, uh, project, like if anything, project, I put my, usually put my initials, Um, if it's for like my day to day, I'll put my company name in there, and then uh, version, and then uh, at least the date, and that's kind of, and then if it's final, I'll add like final, and you know, what
1: have you. Wow, this uh, is organized. Be uh,
0: no, because I think – because I, I realized and what you said is I realized early on that not necessarily the folder part of it doesn't necessarily make sense. If it has all of the, you know, words in the name, it's easy to find on the computer. It doesn't necessarily have to all right, be – Right, 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 right. Like – and I think that's what Tallboy does. He has a way to do it, and then he has them all on his desktop, but he just does the the search feature, and he can find it. But it's not necessarily like – okay, it's in documents, it's in this, it's in this, it's in this. And so I kind of, uh, I play in in, in both, in both spectrums there. So, yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: Well, Well, the worst is like, if I take, if I take a form, if I take a label, and then start doing a new label on top of it, and then save it as that old uh, old label name. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's like you lose the label. Uh, oh yeah, that's the, that's
0: the worst. Yeah, I'm just like oh yeah. When it's like yeah. no, that's not that's not <laughs> the one I wanted. Yeah, I I try to yeah. save a lot yeah. so that like, I mean, at this point, I mean, I, we bought a, I think a two or four terabyte, you know uh drive and it was like a hundred bucks so for me i'm always just like I, yeah. I don't, i'm I like i really have like 50 versions of, of it and then throw it out at the end you know all yeah. the yeah. nuances but yeah it's it's uh it's definitely it's definitely fun um so our uh, I, think this, I think this is our last question I, I never can say it's definitively our last question because we we live in the moment no
1: right? no problem it's great. It's
0: great uh when you're creating at this, at the studio, do you, are you listening to music? Do you, uh, are you Uh, an ambiance kind of guy? Do you, you know, kind of what's the, what's the vibe there?
1: Yeah, I do. I do a little bit of everything. I do um, a lot of podcasts and uh, I do a lot of music, Um, you know, for, for music. um, I'll do uh, I'll do anything really. Um, It's, you know, it's hard to, what do I? What do I even listen to? Let me let me see. Arcade Fire. I do a lot of that. Wilco, Radiohead, Foo Fighters. Um. Um. Radiohead. Bright if, eyes. If Radiohead.
0: If you haven't really, and you, Radiohead. <laughs> if you haven't listened, they they're doing like a stay at home archival video series on uh, YouTube, and they, oh yeah. And I think every yeah once yeah. a week they'll come out with a, a full concert video. It's like you know really great. But one of the first ones was the two, and we talked about four, but the two thousand six uh, set from Bonnaroo. who that's about as good yeah. as it gets for some yeah. Radiohead. Yeah, so I'm sorry. That's yeah, yeah.
1: cool. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's good to know. Thank you. This is like this is so typical of me in that like, you know, I I go out to the studio and just get to work, and I like you know it, it's it's. Um, it's uh you know, you gotta take your head out of the of the sand once in a while and look around, I guess, <laughs> even if it means uh radiohead music, but um but yeah, you know, I, I I think um you know, I'll do a lot of like uh, you know, the the uh radio, you know, like the uh different channels on um Amazon Music or Spotify or whatever and you know, that introduces me to a lot of new stuff and I'll be like, Oh, this song is amazing and add it, you know, but you know the usual stuff, I guess, but, um, okay. but, uh, yeah, yeah. And podcasts, you know, do a lot of, do you know, last podcast on the left?
0: No, <laughs> no. What's that?
1: Uh, yeah, it's sort of like this bizarre comedy meets true crime thing. So okay. I'll do a lot of that. And, um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, do a lot of like movie podcasts. Sometimes I'll do audio commentaries. I, I just listen to, uh, the, uh, Audio commentary for Knives Out, which I, I had a painting in Knives Out. Did you see that?
0: Yeah, I was gonna try to. Yeah, which is amazing. Which it's, I, I love the fact there's the the still shot of of Don Johnson uh, from you know the the Knives Out, which is really <laughs> cool. Because I, I, I for yeah. a couple of days I was trying to figure out like if you because if you go to again we'll, 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 another shameless plug here, but uh, Paul Endres Jr. on on Instagram and it says yes, that's. my, Uh, that's yes that's my head in knives out and i was like what the fuck is he talking about and then so you put it together and it's just in the background of the the, uh, let's see let's click on what is it um it is a amazon prime video show that that is coming out we'll see when this airs it'll probably already be out but you're in the randomly in, in the background one of your pieces is in the background of of the show, which do you have any idea how that happened like what's the story there?
1: yeah, I mean the um the child gallery there, the gallery I work with in Boston, has sort of a history of working with um with uh movies being filmed in the area uh but you know they had pieces in the departed and and some other you know local things you know New England things, but there's never any guarantee about you know like how long an actual you know how long, if at all, a piece would actually be in a frame of a finished movie. You know, like there's no guarantee or anything like that. Um, so so to be included in the movie, you know, it's in over like, a, you know, two dozen shots or something, and uh, you know, sometimes it's it's really like there. It's like I'm hanging out in the movie, you know, on the screen there, and um, you know, me holding my own head, and uh super surreal. You know, it's fantastic. I actually found out on Thanksgiving we were over at my aunt's house and there was a football game on and a commercial came on and I saw my face on the TV screen and I thought I was having like an episode. <laughs> I was like, what? And, and my wife Colleen was like, I was like, I think I saw myself on, on TV and, and she was like, okay. And she's, you know, in her head, she's like, Oh God, I hope <laughs> I hope he's okay. But uh, yeah. So, so so, you know, my piece and, and several others got lent out to that movie. I don't know if you've seen it, but there's you know, the the movie kinda looks like um, you know, my desktop. You know, there's art all over the place. And uh and so Is the movie out yet? It says it's out. Cool. Yet? It says
0: it's, uh, so it's, is it out yet?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It came out in November and um and yeah oh, you okay can, oh it yeah,
0: starts streaming okay like that, but. it starts streaming on Amazon in June yeah because yeah. yeah, there's one yeah, yeah, shot yeah. uh that I I've see keep, I see a lot when I look it up and it reminds me of one of your pieces like the like the whole family <laughs> right. go kind of a, in a in right. a landscape shot and they're all in different you know uh positions and so I was, it kind of it's kind of a fitting uh you know tie into to your to your work which is cool
1: yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, I'm just super happy that um that it ended up there and uh you know, it's super cool. Um and uh and uh you know the movie's excellent too, which which <laughs> which doesn't hurt, you know. Yeah, right. It's like <laughs> oh
0: shit, like my work in this crappy movie. I mean,
1: that happens right. to me all the time, Paul. Right, like right, I'm always right. in the <laughs>
0: background. Yeah, people listening to random podcasts and, and shitty movies and they're listening to me, but uh I'm just kidding. That's never happened. But if you want to make a movie and <laughs> Make it happen! Uh, I got a guy. Now, when you're listening, does depending on what you're making, do you listen like if you're doing a, like a commission or a more photorealism, or you're doing you know, you're, you're a piece for your upcoming show, uh, you know, 2020 shell games again, paul dot com. Do you find that you listen to different things? Like, is it is it a mental like vibe you're trying to create for yourself?
1: Um, I definitely like start with music most days rather than a podcast. like a podcast is probably like too cerebral to start with and um and a lot of times I'll just listen to sometimes i I don't know if this is embarrassing or I guess it's not really embarrassing, but like I'll listen to the same album over and over again because I'm barely even listening to it. you know like there's this sort of like other place that your brain goes to, so uh you know if I throw Fleet foxes on or something. And then, uh, you know, I like, you know, the album starts and finishes and I'm like, oh, you know, like, oh, that's, I didn't even know, you know. So, um, but no, it's not really dependent on like the type of work, you know, you know, all the work is pretty uh, chaotic and it's all, it's all pretty colorful and and illustrative and wild and, and, um, you know, I could be listening to, to really fast stuff or really slow stuff and, you know it, it doesn't change it doesn't change the tempo of my my paintbrush um you know i, I cool. think that has to be pretty consistent so yeah
0: mm. yeah awesome well thank you we uh we we have uh we this is a wrap we did it paul so i mean you've been talking about yourself for well over an hour so i'm not sure if you're uh realized that that but uh it was really cool to to be able to tie it all together and then to realize that we're in the, in the photo while you're creating that, uh, dolphin astronaut mural. And yeah, I just, uh, I appreciate your, you know, you making the time to be a part of this and you know, you've been extremely uh, complimentary and uh, I hope that your show goes, you know, r- really well.
1: Thank you, AJ. No, this was, this was great. I really appreciate it. Like I said, I'm really, uh, you know, uh, I think, uh, historically I'm happy to be included in this, this group of uh people that you that you've had and you know i appreciate you know the work that you're doing chronicling this yeah. uh very particular niche you know like yeah it's amazing it was, uh, like, you know, i don't, i a never cool project yeah i
0: never thought we'd have this many episodes but i mean it's amazing because we're really just capturing artists <laughs> and then we we use the beer as a very loose tie-in now i have a weird question given what's going on your shows yeah. in july how is that like how is that going to be like, are folks going to be able to like what, yeah. What is going on? Like what is the COVID impact? Yeah, So
1: the show, the show is definitely, it's lit. It is physically going to hang in the gallery space. Um, and so it will be available. I think we're probably going to do like, you know, you could make a time to go see it. But, um, but I, I, I don't have any, um, like, uh, how would you say this? Uh, uh, like false expectations. I, I fully realize that you know, ninety-nine percent of people will, will probably only see it online. Um, so, but that you. Know, but fortunately for this show, the work is is um, smaller and almost um, it's almost uh, more adaptable. I think in a digital space. Um, you know, it's, it's colorful and weird and square. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, a lot of the work is literally square. And so I I think that it will replicate well um, online. So, you know, I hope people really enjoy it. And I hope it brings some sense of, uh, you know, um, normalcy that, you know, people are still making art and the world is still spinning Um, and uh, hopefully it hopefully it brings you know people together uh a little bit so yeah we'll see
0: yeah i hope you i hope you or they do some sort of like video you know capture or way to allow it to to give that i mean yeah to give that sense of being there and what what have you i mean obviously I, i know very little about it but like the ai experience or just kind of like you're walking the gallery and and being there, because to your point, yeah. to your point, to have it just be kind of uh, one-dimensional with a straight-on shot doesn't really, you know, give that give that depth. So that can be kind of fun to to do in in, in some way with with that. Um, again, I'm more of an idea guy. I don't really know how to execute that. So just just make that happen, Paul. Just do just get on it and just do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll do. We'll
0: do. All right, cool. Make sure you send us an invite. Uh, you're part of the family now. If there's anything that we can do to support you you know, today, tomorrow, in the future, uh, we got to get some, uh, more beer on earth, uh, beers down here to Connecticut and, you know, maybe some, you know, uh, anything that we can do to support, but, uh, yeah, we're, you're part of the squad now. And you know, I just, I just thank you. And I appreciate all you're doing.
1: All right. Thank you, AJ. This was, uh, this was great. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, uh, anytime, my friend. Talk to you soon. And, uh, again, uh, be safe and thanks for all you're doing, Paul.
1: All right. Thanks, AJ.
0: Cheers. Bye. It, folks episode 157 is officially in the books Paul Endres Jr beer on earth 16 ounce canvas it is just a great story because I don't know I was just excited to going to see fish in Rhode Island we had, it was one of the first times that we had overnight with a sitter we're hopping around we we'll would do you know we'll do a few different spots I think beer on earth was first and it just I don't know, it's one of the more unique ways I've met uh, you know, artists and coordinated and you know made things happen for it, so I'm just uh, I want to thank Paul, you know, it was really cool, you know, we connected and just, you know, it was back in November and here we are about six, six seven plus months later and A, the, the podcast is still going you know, Paul said he listens to the podcast and you know, he's just uh, I like how you know, I got to thank him and there's i did not you know pay him or bribe him but just kind of the idea that he thinks that you know i'm an artist in the in the graphic visual sense but you know uh, i just uh i don't know i think it's really cool i just, i just gotta find a way to, to hang out with everybody at some point and just you know go to a studio and you know paint or draw or graffiti and whatever you know and john tarker reached out last week after the the will thresher out uh, thresh route, uh Interview and you know said you know we got to find a wall and you know do some spray paint or whatever. So I'm just excited. I'm just uh, I think that when you're when you're cooped up, I think two things. One, as I've mentioned you know several times, my you know day job or my profession is I'm I'm a salesman. I don't want to make it sound like I'm selling vacuums like a traveling door-to-door salesman, but you know there is some time on the road, uh, which is a, a joy and a curse. You know it's it's really great to experience. You different parts of this country, eat really good food, have expense account, that type of stuff. And you know, the flip side is it can be lonely, and also you you miss opportunities with your family. So being home with the boys and my wife, and just really kind of slowing things down. You know, realizing you know how lucky and blessed we are. You know that we probably have more, you know, than any person really needs. You know, and trying to find ways to you know organize and you know make donations and try to impact. Others, however, he can, and, and so for me, you know, plus our health, and uh, you know, just uh, the other day, we took our first trip, kind of out of our out of our bubble, and headed down to, to Philadelphia to, to see my family. And I got to meet, you know, my brand new uh, nephew, uh, Gavin Carter. So, uh, Carter, if you ever listen to this, um, you know, uh, this is the year 2020. And I just got to meet you. I think you are wonderful and, and beautiful and adorable. And I'm proud to to be your uncle, and you know, have the have the opportunity to to, to spend with you. Uh, you are uh, you know you're just a special little dude, and I love you so much. And you know that was really you know that was something that was uh, it was hard to do. It was weird. It was uncomfortable. You know, uh, you know, they were in their bubble. We had been in ours, and we kind of I guess crossed bubbles. But we you know sat down and talked and figured out who had been where and what had been done, and if there was any concerns and. You know, for most of the trip, we were inside and wearing masks, and you know, eventually we, you know, warmed up and you know talked about it. But you know, everyone was not sure what to make of it, and so it's okay to be uncomfortable. It's okay to have unknowns, and that's one of the joys in life is you know is figuring things out and seeing what happens and where the road of these adventures take us. And we take you on you know unique adventures each week. I think Paul's story is is a is a really fascinating one. You know, I, you know coming back and working in a brewery with his, you know, his good friend and, you know, them, you know, making art and his designs, you know, a key part of the, of, the, of the tap room when you go there, of the labels, of the experience and, you know, him doing his art show and painting and doing his portraits. It's just, uh, he loves it, you know, and he loves life and he loves art and we're, you know, lucky to, to be able to share that with you. I think that one of the things that I... Maybe, you know, we first started this, took for granted. You know, we thought it would be really kind of, uh, you know, one-dimensional or just kind of, you know, uh, know, shorter interviews. And when people sit down and they tell you their stories, they let you get a little more, you know, behind the curtain, I think, A, for them, you know, as we have hinted at or said before, people don't really sit down and talk about themselves very much. I have a unique ability. It's a weird, uh, you know, talent That I can just talk, I mean, because here's reality and just a little fun fact. I'm in a room completely by myself. I close all the doors, I turn everything off. I try to make sure there's no sound outside so it's not weird. So I'm literally, you know, sitting in a little bit bigger than a closet uh, talking to myself. And uh, it's, I love it. I mean, I love it. I love being here. I love sharing these stories. And, you know, we don't know where it's going to go, you know. We don't know where... The guest is going to take us. If they're going to warm to us, if they're going to tell us anything personal or interesting, you know, we have a shell of questions we ask them, and we just kind of, you know, let the the chips fall where they may. You know, um, we edit on on Thursday nights, which has turned into a, a weekly poker night. Uh, the chips do not fall where they should this week, but we are blessed. We're up a few ducats. We're having a great time. We look forward to what the next chapter is, and we hope that we are able to bring. Use some joy and distractions like Paul's work does for us. Paul Endris, episode 157, 16-ounce canvas. This episode is officially wrapped. Talk to you guys soon.